0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to The Real View. I'm your lovely host, Josiah Bola-Hilaire. And I'm going to talk to you guys about this issue that I've been having with addiction. I've been through food addiction, addiction, addiction in regards to alcoholism and smoking, um, depression, mood swings, etc. Let me tell you something. My upbringing, I think, played a big, big role as to why I started drinking, and it sucks. Let me let me just be completely fucking honest with you. It sucks. Um, <clears throat> I was seventeen when I first had my drink. I was I was hanging out with older kids who were like twenty one and up because I knew this friend who knew. A group of friends who were twenty one and up, and they would get us the drinks. So long story short, I did it the first time around to be cool, but then after a while, I started drinking just to overcome like the depression, the mood swings, the sadness. I was doing it as a way to um heal, or pretty much to escape my fucked up life. At that point, I was not a happy child. I was not a happy teenager, I was miserable, I was unhappy, and so after a while, especially in my college years, it was was dark, it was a really dark time for me. No one really saw me drink that much. My family members never saw me drink. Never saw me drink. Um... I hid my addictions a secret from many of my friends and family because of shame. I was afraid of the ridicule, I was afraid of the humiliation, the dishonor, the shame, etc. So I drank, I would drink in secrecy. Only a few people knew about my drinking. I've had everything from margaritas to cocktails to pina coladas to red red wine to gin, you name it. But I would drink a lot to just escape from my depression, to escape from my sadness. But and then on top of that I would also have food addiction to where I would overeat and I would overeat to where it's like I I was just doing anything just to get away from the um the pain it hurts man it hurts I mean smoking I was a smoker but the temptation wasn't really there so I quit I was a drinker um No one saw me drink. No one in my family saw me drink. A lot of my friends didn't really see me drink like that. And, um, the reason why I'm sharing my story is because, um, one, because I feel good in sharing it, and two, because it's like I have to get it out of my chest. And I feel good doing it. It's it's all coming out. (sighs) Um... I've been in that dark place, where it's like, I've been depressed, I didn't want to live, I was suicidal, and I would keep drinking, and drinking, and drinking, my tears away, I would drink, my, my sadness away, my misery away, I would keep drinking, and drinking, and drinking, just to get away, and then I would overeat too, on top of that, I would overeat, and, um, so I'm going to be completely honest, Um, I think I'm an addictive person. Even Thank God I'm not a drinker anymore. Thank you, Jesus, I'm not a drinker anymore. But um, I still have an issue with food. (laughs) I have a love-hate relationship with food. I mean, we all have to eat. But it's up to the point where it's like I would have this unhealthy addiction to foods where I would overeat because I would be depressed or I would be sad. Or there would be days where I wouldn't even really eat. And then it would affect my weight. I'm telling you, depression is really... I, my upbringing was so fucked up. I think because of the bullying, the abuse, um, the fact I couldn't do martial arts anymore. Um, the constant, the constant um ridicule the the whole the church etc everything contributed to me drinking and overeating and and everything and um, so I quit drinking after a while and it felt great the temptation just wasn't there anymore but then when my Aunt Patricia died last year I relapsed I relapsed and um, I started drinking again, I started smoking, I really didn't care, I didn't want to live anymore, I was angry with God, I was like, God, why did you take my aunt from me? But then my uncle John died a month after her and it was too much for me. But I started somebody's videos and skits, played a big part in me. Wanting to make a change. This person, I'm not going to say his name out of respect, but... He really plays a big part of me being clean. I did it on my own. Thank, thank God. Let me tell you something. Um, what I think what really set me straight was laughter. I think laughter really set me straight because... Sometimes we, we all got to laugh through the pain. We got to laugh. We got to laugh. And I've been laughing my ass off even when I'm feeling depressed. And um, for a while, for years, I battled with these kinds of things on my own. But now I get to share it and just tell the truth. And... I feel good doing it. I feel good doing it. I don't have to feel like I'm hiding anymore. I don't have to feel like I'm... I'm being this this imposter. No, this is me. and This is the truth. This is why I call it the real view. I talk about me. And I feel good talking about it. Um... My aunt, Patricia, knew about my drinking, and she, she really did try her best to um, wing me off. But I'm the kind of person, just where it's like if, if I don't want it, I'm not gonna take it. And if I want the help, I would want the help myself. Because if you offer me the help, I'm not gonna take it. That's the person I am. I quit. <laughs> I quit drinking, smoking, etc. I'm clean, and I feel good talking about it. The mistake I made was keeping it keeping it a secret. Um, my ex-girlfriends saw me drink, and they each really did try their best to wean me away from the drinking, but um, their attempts failed, and. Um, But if you have depression, or if you're suicidal, or if you've been through drinking or overeating, I've been there. And I'm using my voice to say, you know what? We're going to beat this shit together. And, And the reason why I never told friends or family about my drinking or, like, my issues with addiction, it was shame. See, I grew up in a religious household where it's like, Jesus is everything, and you have to go to him for help. And, um, But the fucked up part is that the church hurt me. The church hurt me growing up. They used God to break me, they used God to control me. And it's like, I it just wanted to have some control of my own. I wanted to be in control. But also, there's a lot of secrets that, um, that I can't reveal due to respect of my family. But, um, I'm not the only one with secrets. That's all I'm going to say. But, um, I drank. I kept it a secret, for many loved ones I regret it, but don't make the same mistake I made, don't do it, Mm -mm. don't do it, I'm telling you don't do it, it's shame, it's guilt, and that's the thing that haunted me while I was drinking and smoking, the guilt, the guilt, And I feel feel good that I get to just let it all out. Oh my God, I feel like a big weight has has been lifted off my shoulders. And you see, this is the beautiful thing. This is the beautiful thing about life. This is my journey. This is my experience. And I've been through hell and back and I'm going to tell you the truth. Whether you like it or not. You can agree with me or disagree with me. I don't give a fuck. This is my podcast. I'm talking about me and my situation. I think that's the thing that always held me back. This fear of guilt. This fear of shame. There's a lot I want to say. There's a lot. But again, it's that fear. Is that guilt. Is that shame that's been haunting me for many, many years. And... Um, I'm, I'm I'm proud I'm proud of myself man I'm really proud of myself and I'm on a mission to beat depression's ass um, I've been working out I've been shadow boxing I've been writing poetry etc and it's like I'm gonna do my part to keep kicking ass and I'm gonna keep keep kicking ass no matter what so, I'm going to win, man. I'm going to win this battle. I'm going to win the battle. I regret not telling my former therapist, too, about my drinking. Um, but again, that's the shame. That's, that, that fear of shame, that fear of being judged. That is, yeah. But it's all out now. I feel better. And... If you don't like that I told the truth, go fuck yourself. Goodbye.